What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the hottest stories with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Can't tell whether you're an old person in hospital or don't know what, what what are you trying which, to get at, Terrence? This is a Halloween special. Right? Uh, Halloween it's, special. It's our Halloween special. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one where we are gonna invite our listeners to come and sink into the deepest recesses of like the afterlife with us. Uh. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's very different from the scripted comedy horror podcast we've been doing. Mm. Mm. You know, where these ghosts all have fun personalities and like actual human um feelings. But today we have two very special people in front of us. Yes. Uh Wayne uh, and Kyle. Hello. Hello. Uh, so not fun personalities and very human. Uh I mean fun, 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 fun. <laughs> yeah, fun. Uh and also very experienced in the paranormal because mm. they are co-creators of Ghost Maps, true Southeast Asian horror stories. Mm. Uh and it is a podcast, very popular podcast on Spotify and I guess all other platforms. Yeah. Yeah. That follows a narrator who chronicles the supernatural in Singapore and it ghost stories uh, and supernatural in Singapore and around Southeast Asia. Mm. And it's all inspired by s- true stories. Yeah. 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 Welcome, yeah. guys. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like, I was just telling them, like, um, you know, it's been so hot in Singapore the mm. last few days. No, not a single drop of rain and it's just haze and sun. And then suddenly these two guys, these to be from Ghost Max comes suddenly boom yeah. thunderstorm comes and they, like they we were walking to lunch right yeah. it was hot as shit yeah. we sat down and immediately we're like hey what is this cloud that's descended upon us yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. welcome I guess yeah. I mean yeah it was much appreciated <laughs> yeah, yeah, much it was, appreciated it yeah. yeah, we meant it as a, as a compliment yeah. like, like a good thing you know you all brought like the, something much needed la, right? Yeah. like your rain. weather forecast did it forecast anything in the in the morning that, that it was supposed to rain in the morning but it was supposed happen. to rain in the morning yeah, 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 yeah. and clear up in the afternoon yeah, yeah, yeah. see yeah, yeah. Kyle and Wayne yeah. you all just fucked things up man I think this is more Kyle than me at most I can do drizzle Kyle full on good to know that the spirits are working yeah yeah, correct, yeah, correct. yeah. yeah so actually it's quite interesting because uh i think when when we've uh you know uh spoke to, spoken to you guys at length about all this uh it's very interesting because like, you guys are so steeped in the paranormal stuff mm-hmm. and we talked a lot about you know do you actually believe mm. a lot of it and how it's influenced your day-to-day life like. uh how did it feel coming here to our office like? how did how did you did did any any vibes or anything that you felt on the way here Wow. Uh okay, definitely the I took the cargo leaf, he took the normal leaf. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it was raining, leaf. right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh. I took the cargo leaf. I mean, I felt like, you know, like any other cargo leaf, la, like just a bit creepy. La. Uh, but then okay. I was like, no la, it's, it's okay. You every time I get scared, right, I'll be like, Kyle, you're a horror creator. Mm. You know, you're not supposed to be scared of these kind of things. Mm. Yeah. Then 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 I was just like, okay. Then I walking, then I walk past that very strange unit. Mm, then I started mm, recounting our conversation and uh, I was like mm, okay, okay. maybe this, there's something to this I thought it was empty though oh okay, okay. maybe that's that's the idea yeah, but like. I to be honest I don't feel anything la. got it got it mm, <laughs> but yeah. Wayne you, you didn't feel anything I don't know whether I'm oblivious or just very lucky because you took the normal lift like, ah, I took the normal lift as opposed to the abnormal lift so you went down the normal corridor normal corridor with yeah. the normal glass windows correct I see, normal, I see, normal I see. lights and everything got it got it yeah. I mean the, the toilet a bit hard to find lah Mm. Oh, but yeah, that's yeah. about it, lah. I see. I that's see. that's the freakiest thing, lah. So, so the context is that we were on your guys's podcast. Yes. Uh, mm. I mean, it should be 
it, I mean, if it's out uh, by the time you listen to this, you can find it on their channel. Yeah. Right. Uh, where we spoke at length about our own interactions with ghosts, lah, yeah. uh, and ghost stories. But for you guys, right? You all have done almost hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many at this point? In uh, middle of October, ninety-five. Yeah. Ninety-five. The the narrative one, ninety-five, yeah. The the talk show that you were on date Did, is uh, about twenty-four. Ah, yeah. ah, okay. Oh, yeah. So, so maybe you can just give our listeners a bit more context about your podcast. That that one line description that I read out just now, maybe you did not yeah. touch on. Nay, Wayne writer. <laughs> <laughs> Fast, are you? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, Ghost Peps is basically literally what you were saying, lah. So we have our central character, the narrator, mm. and he's a mysterious narrator. We still haven't revealed who even who's even voicing him. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people assume it's me. It's not me. Um, some people assume it's Carl. He starts Definitely laughing. Definitely not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have our narrator who basically collects horror stories from different people from mm-hmm. around Singapore and around Southeast Asia. Um, we, when, God, when did we start it? Uh? Actually, it's been like five years. 2019. Right? Late 2019. Wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And what was the, the, genesis of starting it like why why how did it come about it's frustration oh. frustration <laughs> with, <laughs> with each that other with that was more wives with I, what, what frustration so yeah. so like uh, uh quite similar to to what you guys do la, like because you know like you know the film industry is very small so we tried uh and you work you work you were working in the film industry yes i work, in the, film industry. work in the film industry i still yeah, work okay. in the film industry so mainly i uh direct and produce then he writes mm-hmm. so uh at that point, I was relatively an unknown and young director mm. uh, trying to, mm. you know, get my name like everybody else. Then I got the chance to actually uh, meet with a couple of producers who are from uh, networks. Mm. And then uh, at that point, the two of us uh, and with another friend, we had idea of doing horror anthologies mm. like in Singapore. We're like, hey, what if uh, there's this like taxi uncle uh, that goes around collecting ghost stories? Mm. Then we get like Pontiana, all these different spirits. Lah. Then it, it became like not just a conversation, uh, not just like uh, horror lovers. It mm. became like an, an idea. Mm. Uh, not just three creatives. Lah. Then uh, we wrote the treatment. Wait, um, you say three creatives? Yeah, the... we, we had another friend. Lah. Oh, okay. He's no longer oh, in you the thought picture. like Kyle uh, Wayne no, no, and your was, other friend. Yeah, other yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any more right consultants. <laughs> you don't see him? You don't see him? Little team. There's only four of us in the podcast today. Let's just put it out there for the listeners. Yeah, there's only four of us here. Yeah, so so then we did up the treatment and then we started speaking to producers of different networks, which I will not name. And a lot of them either came back wanting massive changes like oh uh because of our channel's background uh we want you to take a different twist like maybe make it super funny Mm. or make it super uh action based or make it super historical that kind of thing and it is quite demoralizing because we want Mm. we have a very specific direction and we thought that it could work uh and then uh there are also other networks that say, I'm not going to give you half a million dollars to make this show mm. because you're a 25-year-old director mm. who has not proven himself. Which mm. is, to be fair, yeah lah. But yep. then they are like, oh, maybe we'll attach a senior director to oversee it. Uh. So, so, the back and forth took a year. This was like 2018. Took a year and then we got really frustrated and we had like all the materials there. And then uh, I I was already super into podcasts at that point. Like mm. listener mm. lah. Then uh, I told Wayne like, you know why? why don't we just like do it uh, as an MVP mm. uh, since there is a market gap anyway. Like at that point in 2018, Sorry, MVP meaning minimum viable product. Ah, okay, okay. Mm. So they, there wasn't like a Southeast Asian horror podcast. 
English mm. horror podcast in Singapore at that point. Like a narrative kind. Like. Yeah, mm. a narrative kind. So we took like some of the stories and the inspiration. We changed most of the the, the setting and all uh, into what Ghost Maps is today. Lah. And then mm. we launched it. Uh, and during the pandemic, uh, a lot of people were bored. So it kind of blew up. Mm. So, mm. and then that has been our like thing lah, since then. And, and I mean, you, you mentioned specifically the gap of English uh, the English podcast about uh, yeah. Southeast Asian folklore and ghosts, yeah. right? Mm. Uh, does it exist in other languages that, that like other ghost podcasts in other languages? Because my impression is that there are like ghost podcasts, but they're all in like other languages yeah, other than English. Yes, Malam Saram. Yeah, Malam mm. Saram is very big. That's the that's the big one, la. Yeah, mm. like, I think uh, Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia's yeah. got quite a few as well. Yeah, mm. that, that that market. Unfortunately, we cannot we cannot tap into that, lah. I mean, yeah. we we are not good yeah, in bars. <laughs> <laughs> So, Local Bahasa is one thing. I yeah. think, like, you know, there's there's that firm foundation of, of uh, ghost stories in Indonesia. So, uh, they, they're very much, they've got their own culture going on. Mm, right there. And, yeah. like, we've got stories set in Indonesia, but, like, you know, that's that's a nice, hi, we're here, but, mm. you know, we're not thinking to ourselves, we're going to conquer Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but how did the two of you meet? Um, <laughs> friend's birthday party, um, mutual friend's birthday party, mutual friend puked on me that night. Oh. So that's and in that moment, Carl thought to himself, "I'm gonna work with that guy one day." <sighs> yeah, the guy that just like, got vomited. Like, on. like how you maybe how you dealt with the puke? Like, were you calm or like were you very eloquent? As I, I kind of just went, eh, "All right." And he was like, "Yep, yeah. this guy, this guy under he pressure." Himself, he thought yeah. himself, mm. "Award-winning future broadcast." Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. work with that guy. Yeah. So, yeah. so when when was that? How many years ago? Twenty fourteen. 2014. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah no, so we've been friends for. I think it's been. Uh, I think it was earlier than that, actually. No, 2014. Because really? it was the oh, 21st okay. birthday. So I remember clearly. Your 21st birthday. Not mine, but oh. I, I turned 20, 21 when I was in 20, 2014. Right. So I remember. Because there is quite a big age gap between the two of you, so yeah, right? yeah, It's yeah. like it's it's like 11 years or something like that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's a very visible age gap. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, very visible. So what about that puking incident sparked the friendship? No lah, I mean, it's the story that we tell, is a joke, right? <laughs> but it was the first time that I formally met Wayne, because mm. I've heard of him. Then my friend's like, oh, you got to meet this guy. He's like a cool writer, you know, he he writes in he writes for advertising I, and he is right, working on his oh, new book. I, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, you, I know that's full of shit. No, I, no, knowing our mutual friends, right, not one of them went, he's a cool guy. Okay, okay, maybe not the cool guy. Yeah, but that, they, they writing something. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Told, they told, they told, they told, basically told us like this lah. Then I was like, and Kyle, you're a budding filmmaker, you should meet him and maybe y'all can work together. Then I was like, actually, yeah, yeah. I guess I was very lucky in that sense because I feel that um, a lot of filmmakers, they, they lack uh, the, the good writers in their life. Mm. Like they, mm. they lack meeting good writers. A lot of filmmakers think that they can write until they, they have met like real writers, then mm. that's when you'd start like, oh yeah, actually that makes sense. Uh, so what, what do you think was that thing that, that Wayne plugged for you, the gap that he plugged for you? I think uh, he he basically created a lot of uh, like character motivation. Uh, he helped me understand dialogue. Mm. Like, mm. like I think writing dialogue is extremely hard. Like writing like good dialogue is extremely hard. Mm. Like uh, building characters and like, motivations and also research because I feel like a lot of times when we write scripts right, we, we don't do the research we, mm. we don't need mm. scratch the surface like oh I just google this then okay then I just write mm. but I think he, he does it like very does it very deeply like, I think he, he's, he's being very sweet it's, mm. it's not like he had no idea about all these things before I think it's just a case of I think from the start we kind of work well together where mm. he 
we kind of had the same ideas in terms of our character motivation, in terms of, you know, you want to build these personalities, you want to do all the research to get it right and everything. Yeah. We both kind of had that same idea. It's just that, I guess, we he we leveraged on each other in that yeah, sense yeah. where, you know, yeah. where, where either of us falls short in something, the other person will. Yeah. But, but how soon did you all start talking about idea? Because you cannot be like, while he was wiping up his puke, you're like, hey bro, no, 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 want to no, no, start no, no, a no, horror no, podcast no, uh, no. called Ghost Maps or something. You right? know, it, the funny thing is that, because he was my best friend's 21st birthday, uh. and then I was at the corner, I was like, oh, okay, drunk again, drunk again. Then I just, I just inch further away, further away to the point. Then he, he was a very nice guy. So he went up and he's like, not even very close with her. So he's like, are you okay? Then boom. Then oh. I just laughed. <laughs> I just laughed. Yeah. Oh. And then I was like, oh, this oh. guy is super nice. Huh? Then at that point, and also like the conversations that we have, because mm. we 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 also have like a group of friends where we go watch movies. Huh? Nerds mm. lah, like go watch like at the point, Guardians of Galaxy 1. Yeah. Mm. And then we started talking about movies. And then that's when we realized that, oh, actually we have a lot of similarities and in terms of taste for mm. movies, mm. for like TV shows and even comics, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I, I remember like Wayne being one of the people that brought me back to comics. I used yeah. to read a lot of comics when I was younger, but then, you know, no money. Uh. Comics mm. quite expensive. Uh. Then he yeah. brought me back. Uh. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, you got to buy comics. Then, okay, okay, I'll start buying comics again. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I see. It's really quite a sweet love story. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, I mean our, our own wives call, well, refer well, to each other uh, as the well, wives. So then like, uh, I mean, you all, when do you all discover that you all want to do something in the horror space? I think, no, I, I, it was probably, what, like 20, like you said, 2018, 2019. Yeah, 2018, yeah. I think it was more him than anything because I've told him before, like, he is clearly the bigger horror expert between the two of us. Mm. Like, I'll watch maybe one or two horror movies a year. He'll watch like one or two horror movies a day. Mm. Um, But I think we kind of, we kind of found that common ground where we realized it's not, the horror movies it's that old practice of like you know when your kids your older brother will come and tell you ghost stories Mm. or your friends will will tell each other ghost stories or even you've got that one very irresponsible uncle that will tell you like horror stories when you're Mm. too young to hear this kind of shit Mm. and I think that's where we kind of bonded it wasn't like oh I like this horror movie you like this horror movie yeah Yeah. Uh, it was this we kind of just sat down and I think it was probably one of those times where after a movie we went to a mama somewhere. Yeah. And then we were just talking about it. Mama is the like, best place, man. Yeah. Mm. We were probably saying something like, nobody tells ghost stories anymore. Yeah. Mm. It, it was just like a random... Con- I, I, we, didn't, we weren't even talking about ghost stories. We were just like, hey, you, you know, like yeah. nobody tells ghost stories. Like, mm. Nobody like, hey, boy, let me sit down. Like, we're going to tell <laughs> ghost boy, stories. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, you know, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but like army ghost stories, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, but you just sit down with your, yeah, your bunk mates and then you just yeah. start telling ghost stories. Just, yeah, just for the vibes. Yeah. I mean, that, that probably sat in the back of our heads for a while. La. Then we tried to pitch stuff to TV and everything. Yeah, then that's... I think when we came back to it, we realized actually, okay, la, podcast, definitely cheaper to produce than a television <laughs> show. La. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it kind of also fit. It wasn't like second choice. We kind of realized, hey, wait, actually, uh, it kind of makes sense. So you know, it's it captures that feel of like telling ghost stories when yeah. you're younger. Mm. So we thought, oh, okay lah, this this might it's not just the more affordable option. This might be a very viable way to tell these stories as well. Mm. So yeah. I think it kind of started from there. Like the timeline's a bit like weird here and there, but eventually it got to us doing podcasts lah. But, yeah. but actually, it's like um, I'm just hearing this story, and it's quite uh, it's quite crazy lah, right? Because Honestly, like, you all now work so closely together for quite a long time already. Mm. And I think finding creative partners that you can work with, even ourselves mm. included, mm. La, 
over the years, you realize like there's so many people who come to you and talk and sit down at, at the mamak shop and oh, I got this idea, we should do this together. Blah, blah. But how many of those actually carry yeah. through to a actual working relationship or even finishing one project properly yeah. without like falling apart or killing each other? I mean, it's mm. so rare. Lah. So it's like, well, I think it's quite interesting to hear that mm. you guys, you know, it started from like, yeah, pitching movies, uh, you know, studios and everything. Yeah. Decided to take it small, but now it's like become its own thing that has made you all also like uh, almost like authorities or leaders in that space, mm. lah, right? Mm. I think it does help that when we met, we were both, well, okay, like you were just finishing La Cell, but ah, okay. after after you finished school, he almost immediately jumped into the workforce. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, more or less since then, yeah. he's been working full-time okay. on, on uh, films and everything. So when we eventually decided, hey, we're going to do... Um, you know, the podcast and everything, it's, both of us were working professionals at the time. Mm. So we understood, like, important shit, like deadlines, yeah. important shit, like professionalism. But, but, uh, did you ever find that, uh, each gap was having an issue? Because Harish and me, uh, we actually quite, I mean, it might not look this, the case, but we're actually quite close in age. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite close. Yeah, quite close. <laughs> and he's a January baby, I'm a December baby, so even uh, for a year, always it's, compressed, it's, it's compressed. It's a calendar year, dude. Exactly. I don't yeah. give a shit, you December or January. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, year. we're just like 13 yeah. months two years, two difference. Years. Yeah, right. two, two years. years. <laughs> <laughs> but you all find like, did, did, did you find like, oh, this guy, I mean, back then was what? Mil, mil, you would be referring to him as a millennial. young millennial, yeah. right? right? And then you would be on the edge of the millennial. Elder millennial. Did he like millennial. call you abang or anything? No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no lah. Or he come I to mean, you for advice or what? He, no, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a running joke that like in our circle of friends, right? Even if one of our friends started dating somebody who was older than me, I would still be the oldest person down there. No, mm. Which dreams. is ironic because he is the most uncle out of all of us. Yeah, I very, very uncle. I got old man energy. Like, I, like, like you know, like, <sighs> like you know like that that kind of uncle energy oh, just, just ang- angry ape yeah, yeah angry mm-hmm. ape I will sit at Kopi Tian and drink tiger beer uh, legit oh, I will do that, that. I, I, I will do that yeah so in a lot mm-hmm. of ways you say like oh yeah. he'll come to me right? it's the other way around sometimes I go to him for advice <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. so that means age, age gap never really like was a like it you know even sometimes when you're telling stories thinking about character motivations mm. Mm. Uh, those sort of things sometimes can be quite different perspectives right? mm. so how, how you all sort out your creative differences you know or was it has it been smooth sailing all the while there has been differences definitely yeah. I, I, I think ideology like like it's more philosophical kind of uh, yeah. differences but we we are, we are very civil we just talk it out yeah. there has never been like fights and most mm. like arguments but then it was still civil, but we were just talking it up. I think we just understand each other's energy yeah. on that level. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay. Uh, maybe I'll just leave him alone now. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after that, I'll talk to him about like this. But yeah, but it also helps. And I like that it, you know, there's differences because mm-hmm. then I learn something new from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't write it like that. I shouldn't direct it like that. Mm-hmm. And I think can say the same for you, right? Oh yeah, likewise. Yeah. I, at least one of my favorite episodes of Ghost Maps is my favorite episode because of a piece of feedback that he gave and it was a very small piece of feedback. I can't I, I can't remember exactly what the feedback was, but like there was I think he he just wanted to add in like just a bit into the episode and that little bit changed things so much. Mm. Like to the point where we were when we were recording the episode, I just sat there and went, Holy shit. Mm. Holy mm. shit, good choice, man. No, I changed Holy the shit. language. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, changed yeah. the language. Like it's literally oh, yeah. one yeah. line where he changed it to uh or he added in a line where like the hantu would say something in Bahasa. Yeah. yeah. Like Bahasa Malay. Yeah. And, and just, 
including yeah. a little bit down there, I was like, holy shit. The creepiness lah. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, even on your podcast, uh, when we were on your podcast, we talked about the fact that you guys have even experienced stuff together. Yeah. Uh, paranormal stuff. No, yeah. no, like, <laughs> that sounds yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sound strange without any context. Very paranormal close stuff together. Oh, yeah, oh, Terrence, yeah. where are you running with that? Yeah. Uh, paranormal <laughs> stuff together. Okay, Do you think that, that, that also, you know, you know, helps to sort of like Mm. put you at a place where you're like okay maybe even whether you don't believe or not mm. we felt something together lah, you know it was beautiful yeah. <laughs> it was so beautiful yeah I think for me it's like oh content yeah. I, I get, oh, I get content, content. Yeah. I see, it's see, good see. to be recognized by the other side but uh, thank you uh, content uh, <laughs> yeah and to be fair like our shared experience I think it's only been one, one or two uh, la. one or two mm. okay, yeah okay. our shared experience not exactly like the most horrifying thing in the mm. world yeah, mm. yeah. so it's more it's he says out loud, oh, content. I'll say it in my head, like, oh, content. Mm. <laughs> but, uh. but he says the quiet part out loud. And he's like, yeah, content. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for you guys, like, when was it, when, after how many episodes did you feel like, oh, shit, we, there's, there's something here. Because like, you mentioned pandemic, you all blew up, right? Yeah. Mm. But the first few, because our first few episodes has, was always like, mm, what are we doing? Are people listening? Because, you know, mm. the podcast, you're almost yeah. speaking into a void, right? Mm. Yeah. But at what point did you know that, okay, we have to keep doing this, uh, uh, okay, maybe we can share our both our perspectives. Lah. Yeah, because mm. my, my answer is I honestly cannot remember. Mm. <laughs> I think it was 2020 because we launched our podcast in uh October 2019 mm. and then the pandemic started happening, right? And we were doing once a month. Yeah. So the pandemic, once the pandemic started happening, our numbers jumped. Mm. Uh, like mm. it, it was growing when we launched it, but it didn't jump. So when it jumped, like when we hit our first 20K downloads, mm. That's when I, I I told Wayne, I was like, holy shit, 20,000 people are listening to our podcast. Then he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. But it just feels like numbers. Yeah. And then like, we start getting like, people asking us like, when's the next episode? I mm-hmm. need to listen it to sleep, which is so strange. I still can't understand that. Then that's when I told Wayne, we might be onto something. And at, at that was about maybe episode 10. Mm. Mm. And, and how would people reach out to you? Like Instagram? Instagram or? and Facebook. Mm. Yeah, they would like oh. private message us. That, yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing. I think like when we receive like Facebook comments or, or DMs, yeah, yeah. that's one thing. I think for me, because I, I cannot remember the exact time that this started happening. But so our first couple of episodes, we'll, all the stories are told to us by real people. Mm. And then we'll kind of like, the stories are anecdotes and we'll fictionalize it a little bit and yeah. turn it into a narrative. Um, and for most of, I think at least the first 20 episodes, it was like from friends or or you know, people we know, family or stuff like that. Mm. I think the moment it switched for me, it, like you said, like he said, it wasn't the numbers exactly because the numbers is still just numbers. It's when we had fans messaging us and contacting mm. us and saying, mm. oh, I have a story I want to tell. Can, will you be interested in turning that into an episode? Mm. So when we started getting um, contributions from outside our own circles, I think that's when mm. I realized because then it starts becoming a community. It's not just like, oh, we're doing yeah. a show, then we got audience. Like, they want to be part of the show in a way. Mm. So we're like, holy shit, that people actually sending in. And then yeah. after, <laughs> after a while, it started getting, like, it ebbs and flows. Lah. But that first time where there was a flood of messages from people, I was like, holy shit, this is something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so, uh, for you guys, like, I mean, the people coming up to you or all these like really saying that they want to listen to the thing yeah. was was very affirming. Uh, but on the flip side, like as you know, your family or friends knew that you're doing this, talking about 
you know, very mm. pantang stuff and all that. Were there any like people who like, oh bro, I, I, I don't think I can like hang out so much with you or talk to you so much anymore because you are so close to that stuff. What about, what about your family? No, my family yeah. is actually okay. I mean, my family has been a bit, a bit back, a bit of a background lah. So, uh, my family, uh, I think it started from my mom and my dad. They are sensitive. In oh, the, in, okay, in the supernatural okay. sense, they are sensitive. They can sense stuff. But my dad is like a firm non-believer. Okay. But he, he can sense it. Yeah, okay. he has revealed to us over the years that he can sense it, but he has uh, not believed in it. Like, he's the garang kind of guy that will like, he'll go to a haunted place and sit there and then say, no, no ghost. Got ghost uh, come out. Like, he's that kind of guy. Whereas uh, my mom, yeah, straight up, uh, probably can sense it. Uh, my sis is all very sensitive. So uh, they have always been very open to the idea of me doing uh, horror. Uh, and the the funny thing is that uh, my mom, she's Thai. So she listens to Thai horror oh, at home every single day. What do you mean? Like podcast, Thai podcast? Yes. No, oh. like it's one of those YouTube videos that will like just oh. play. Yeah, but like it's Thai horror. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's it's weird. I think I guess it runs in the blood. Uh, yeah, nobody has like straight up said that hey, because you do horror, I'm not gonna hang out with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. My family they, loves telling stories anyway. So when okay. when they found out like oh, I'm looking for stories, like oh, oh let me tell you, I got this oh, one. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, they were yeah. rushing to tell me. Um, but yeah, I, nobody in my family or my circle of friends has said uh, don't want lah, mm. hang out with you lah. Don't know what might be following you. Would mm. that would, would would people do that? Not, I'm sure lah, but I think it also helps that like we made it very clear from the start that we're not like we're not trying to poke the bear lah. Yeah, we yeah. just want to tell stories. Mm, That's mm, it. Mm. So I and we've for the longest time there wasn't like the talk show dead air that we have. Yeah, mm. it wasn't anything else. So it's just stories, and we made it very clear. You know, we're we're not going to these places. We're not like trying to 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 summon demons or whatever yeah. we just want to tell stories so I mm. think people felt like okay if it's just stories then no harm no no so, so the stories from your family like you said they like to tell is not say ghost stories la. it's just or stories they, in general they just love telling stories la. Love but telling it just happened that some of them have ghost stories as well because like I mean just hearing that and you know Carl you were saying seems mm. like the horror aspect has always been a little part or a lot of part of your family or your upbringing or something I think probably more yours than yeah, mine. But how, mine uh, really, uh, like yeah. even from young, you know, like it yeah. was already part of like, because yeah. I always, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious like how you guys developed a fascination or interest in horror. Because even right now, I mean, I mentioned it on your podcast, so I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies. Like. Yeah, scared, and then, scared, scared. Yeah, like in, when I was young, I was scared of the dark. I was fucking scared of the dark. So now I don't know whether it's fear or it's just like, uh, it's been so long that I've experienced a good horror movie that maybe I, maybe if I watch it, I will, I will like it. But I can't say I'm interested in horror. Yeah. I love stories, but interested in horror, I don't know, maybe it's like a different cuisine like, that I just haven't mm. haven't tried. Like. Mm. But but for you guys, the interest in horror, like if you look back, right, if you have to dig deep, it stems from stems from what? I think it stems from uh, early exposure to horror. Like mm. I'm talking about like four or five years old. Uh. Like like uh I would say that uh, my parents they have a very unique way of raising their kids. Basically not censoring anything. So they will watch mm. like gore films. Like, mm. like we're talking about like Friday the 13th, like uh, old okay. versions. Uh. With uh, you and, there. Uh, with, with me. You as a kid. Then me and my sister will just sit there and watch. But will mm. they explain or they like, no. Carl, you figure out yourself. <laughs> they, 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 they will say don't watch. But then oh, it's just there, right? Oh. As a kid, you're just, I'm just going to sit here and watch, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so I think that is uh, my earliest expo- uh, like ex- exposure to horror. La. Then uh, at an earlier age, uh, like maybe in primary school, uh, I was super scary head on. Like mm. I was afraid of the dark. I was 
my sister was much more braver than me. But then somehow, I think um, throughout the years, right, I've been slowly inching into horror. Like mm. even in film school, I will do things like when you have assignments, right, you need to make a film or something. I will make things that is like horror, mm. true crime, like inching towards towards horror somehow. But I, I didn't know it was subconscious. Mm. Yeah. And and all while watching horror stuff, like, I always thought that, oh, I like I like to watch all this stuff. Then uh, I guess uh, the realization was when I started doing, working on the pitch, right? And then mm. I realized, actually, I'm a horror guy. Mm. Then it's almost like a realization where Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. <laughs> like you become the, the thing that you're afraid of the most. <laughs> and then you put on the mask. And yeah, I put on the Hantu mask. And like, I am part of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The is priest. <laughs> so like, like now I feel like there's like, a, there's like, it's like a power. Like you, you, you do horror, therefore you don't need to be afraid. It's, mm. it's weird, right? Oh. Yeah. So okay, so that that's for you. Then for you, Wayne? Maybe it's for him, lah. But like if, at this point in time, like I You got no Batman moment, or you got no, I got no Batman moment. Joker, I still write Joker. I still <laughs> yeah, I still write the scripts during the day. I ah, okay, cannot okay. write the scripts at night. So he's like, Oh, I have nothing to fear from horror. I was like, I've got plenty to fear from horror. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I like I said, he's still more of a horror film, horror story kind of guy than I am. So for me it was like I watched a couple of horror movies when I was a kid. Mm. But there's a stretch of time where I just wouldn't touch it. Mm. I was just like too freaked out by it. Mm. I'm still kind of a coward, honestly. Mm. Um, like I told, we told this to you guys yesterday, the day when we were recording as well. Uh, where he goes off to creepy locations to record visuals for yeah. the YouTube version of Ghost Maps, and at the start of it, he will always ask me, "Hey, you want to go now?" I was like, "Fuck mm. no." Mm. You have fun. I appreciate mm. what you're doing for us, but <laughs> you're on your own, man. Try not to die. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's kind of the reverse for me. I think it's after I started working in horror that I start to pay a bit more attention to horror films, horror books, horror comics and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I. but for me, when I was a kid, I think that at least we have in common that when we were way too young to be watching horror movies. Yeah, there was some exposure. Stuff, la. Yeah, la. Oh, oh, right. now it's like it's like tracing the the trauma that, that yeah. you know, yeah. as a child yeah. that's why you are who you are today. Whereas for me, like uh, I think it was in secondary school when watching a few movies turned me away from horror. Oh, is mm. it? Yeah, mine was the the opposite. Uh, and then my interest elsewhere developed, mm. But but I'm um, okay. So you know when you go for those things to take those videos and all, does your do you feel a bit of a rush inside or not? Yeah. Oh, you do lah. Okay, yeah, okay. So, yeah. so I'm guessing that's the fix. Because for me, like doing stuff like uh, like the bungee jumping and all, you get the same rush. But that's my fix lah. No, yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought your fix was like the all the pickup videos last time we do on the street. No, no, that was that. that was <laughs> yeah, that was your fix. that was almost like no other choice and having to do it because the actor we got kind of pulled. Yeah, up. but no, but genuinely, even as the guy there behind the camera filming him doing it. Mm. I I was fucking nervous when every time I do yeah. these things. Like I really didn't wow, I really felt like wow, I really don't want to be here. It's so embarrassing. Why is someone come and catch us or that kind of thing? Uh, so when I always saw him doing it, I was like, he's doing something that I would love to do, but mm. I cannot I cannot do. It's just the anxiety cripples yeah. me, like, you know. Oh, so it's really uh, I think something from your childhood that traumatized you, like, like you really needed I attention. I wasn't good with girls, like I wasn't yeah. good with girls. <laughs> I was just gonna that, say you just needed attention from somebody. Maybe like, also, maybe yeah, yeah. also. <laughs> that that the when you could really like go out there and get it in public, you just went all out. Yeah, like, I'm like, I have to do this, you know, yeah. So it's yeah. just but it's feeding my inner attention. Uh. Oh, correct, correct. But now now I don't need attention. No, no, okay, yeah, yeah. You sure yeah. Not? 
If you want a while, just pop out. I just go out and try. Yeah, 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 walk around the leotard once in a while. No, yeah. but it's true. Though, during those, I I wouldn't say like I look forward to the shoots. It was more I look mm. forward to the end product. Yeah, mm. yeah, because same thing. You just get rejected over and over again, and yeah. it's like like you also don't want to waste the opportunity because like Terrence was there, our camera guy was there, our sound guy. And you, if you keep fucking up, right, then you don't get anything. You got nothing for the video. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's yeah. funny because it's it's a bit in parallel like what they're saying right, right? Mm. Like, like it's not necessarily like like you have uh, get, you get a much bigger adrenaline rush from the, mm. yeah. the experience of filming going out and checking on space whereas for Wayne it's, it's really like okay I'll, I'll figure it out from the story and everything yeah, my, right? my adrenaline rush is cheering him on from afar <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I mean I, I do get that as well because like there's one time which I followed him and it wasn't to shoot the visuals but there was one time which I followed him and we talked about this as well uh, where we went to just outside of Old Changi Hospital because it's all fenced up now. Mm. And before going to Old Changi Hospital, like I was freaking out. Uh. Like I I never went there as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't even follow my friends when we were teenagers. I was like, nope. Mm. Honestly, complete coward. Y'all have fun. Make fun of me all you want. I'm not going there. Mm. Never went there before. Um, so it was my first time like literally walking anywhere close to it. And I think once we got to the gate where, because it's sealed off now, once we got to that gate, that rush, la, like it's mm. it's not the rush of um, doing it, it's the rush of once it's done, you're like... <sighs> oh, that relief, that sense yeah, of... That, that yeah, that's a relief. That's where yeah. the rush comes from. So when we were done with it, I think we went to like a nearby like cafe or something and sat down. I was like, holy shit, it was actually kind of fun. Uh-huh. All this during broad daylight. La, we, so went, we went to Nando's, by the way. Nando's. <laughs> Nando's. <laughs> went to Tampanese then go in Nando's oh yeah you're right you're right yeah, yeah. it's like the first date he remembers exactly yeah. where he was. but you was like oh just random bar it's okay yeah, it's okay. heartbreaking heartbreaking I, I do remember the <laughs> so, so in that instance like if you had to do it again it's probably the 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 end result that would give you the motivation yeah. like, because that sense of relief it is quite yeah. quite mm. nice like, right? it is and it's the it's partly the sense of, oh, I did it. But it's also partly the sense of, oh, okay, cool. Then we can continue moving on with yeah. the project. So mm. it's both those things. Lah. There's the professional side of me that's like, oh, okay, good. Now if we've done this, the project will come out better. Then there's the other side of me that's like, yeah, I'm alive. Uh, mm. But, but Kyle, is it is it the same for you? Because like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but for you, which was the same for me for our videos, I would, mm. I would never look forward to the shoot. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I like at, right up to the day itself, I kept thinking to myself, is there any way I can get out of this or not? Oh, yeah, if it rains, oh, like, yeah. 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 No, I, I'm only learning about this now. I did say because we ended yeah. up going anyway, but I was also thinking to myself, like, the reason why I didn't find some way out of it was because like, no lah, wait, Carl angry yeah. <laughs> so, so for Carl, is it the opposite for you? Do you like, look forward to like, you just love it? Uh, in a sense, yes. Because, because uh, I used to do a lot of urban exploration. So, which means, you know, trespassing abandoned locations oh, when okay. I was much younger. So, I would go oh, to... Oh, so that's a term, uh, urban exploration. Urbex, yeah. Lo. So, urbex. you go you go to urbex. these kind of places, just take photos and stuff. La. Like, uh, that, that was a different part of my life. Then, you know, uh, at, at that point, I, I, I identified as an atheist. Mm, so, uh, I would go into those places, right, saying that, hey, no ghosts. Mm. You want come and haunt me. Mm. Then, something actually happened. Mm. So, so, so I, I, I stopped that. But then, I've always, you know, I've mapped almost the entire of Singapore. So I've shot almost every single abandoned location. Mm. So I was like, I, I, I still want that. Eh? But how do I get that in like a 
just a small dose, just that small micro kick. dose, uh, micro, micro dose. dose. <laughs> You're micro dosing yeah. on horror. Yeah, so so oh, I, I will go to this kind of locations and I will shoot lah. But now, mm. like you know, being older, you of course are much smarter. So I'll bring protection. I'll either bring like you know like spiritual protection, or I'll actually bring someone who is uh who practice the spiritual thing lah. They will. Oh really? Yeah, like yeah, you have yeah. a go-to guy. I have a go-to guy, a close friend lah. Yeah. So you got oh. like your battalion order lah. You know. Yeah, I got bro, order. got car on all the car. Then the guy oh. say, oh, the car is blessed. So you, as long as you stay in the car, you don't exit the car. The ghost oh, can come in. Seriously. <laughs> is there a costume fuck? that you also wear too? No, 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 no. Got camo cream or not? Hazmat No, no, no. Hazmat suit a bit discreet lah. Hazmat suit won't work lah. What if the hazmat suit is blessed? Ah, ah, yeah, yeah, like holy water and everything. Yeah, you never take holy water then do on your face like the camo cream and. No, but I always go mama. Uh, mama after, mama okay, after. Okay. yeah. To cleanse the system. Yeah, yeah. With diarrhea one time. <laughs> you know the mama rule? Do you know about the mama rule? No. Huh? What? Oh, sorry. No, I just went as a joke, but what? what? No, do you know about <laughs> So no. whenever you go to like a haunted location or place that you feel like got bad vibes, uh, yeah. so you don't go home straight. If not, like the bad vibes will follow you back home. Oh. So you need to stop somewhere and then it usually late at night right only got mama open so you right? pass it to the mama yeah <laughs> this is why we have a joke that mama got all a lot of ghosts oh, all, the, all the ghosts like wandering ghosts hey bro I only go back to the cemetery yeah. <laughs> who's gonna take them back <laughs> that's the mama rule yeah is it, is it a, it's thing, a thing is it a thing, thing in the horror horror community no it's a thing but everywhere can you go other places like Mustafa or something and can. leave it at Mustafa oh, yeah, I did okay. it before oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I go shopping so I think the rule is yeah. as long as it's a crowded place then yes. the a bit because bo- the, uh, the, the, the energy uh, like goes a lot of people right uh, so that's the energy oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. don't well, go they, to clubs though you go clubbing then they also want. no because club is dark There's the place clubs don't see sunlight at all ma. so what's wrong so it's like the there's a lot of negative energy that's trapped in the club yeah, I thought it's just sexual energy that's trapped, and also like pent up energy. Wait, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. So you're saying that you don't try to cleanse yourself by going to a club? No, after. I Why? wouldn't. Why? Because Why? they because don't you... see sunlight. You you see most of the pubs and clubs, right? They they have no windows. It's oh. all dark. Ones. Yeah, yeah. So the sunlight. Why is sunlight a requisite? Uh, because energy are like you know like oh to cleanse, kill to kill like oh yeah. sunlight so means, can kill germs also. So that means if you go to a club after uh, like a night like that, you're saying the ghost would just carry on thriving there. Like. Yeah, they follow you. They uh, follow you back. Get out. You want to yeah. get out, of place. Yeah. So don't go Siamtiu. Don't go yeah. like, club. Yeah, go to a place that has sunlight. Oh. No, or like has will will be exposed to sunlight lah. At that, some point lah. At la. some point in the day lah. Oh, yeah. shit. vampires. Wow, yeah. that is interesting, man. Yeah. That means if we if you go to Siamtiu, it probably means you. Didn't you didn't just go to a cemetery beforehand or something la, Right. I I guess well, that, with that logic, you actually, yes, so, actually, <laughs> yeah. You you could, I don't know, like yeah, maybe someone go make love potion in the cemetery, then come and go Siam Dil, yeah. find the Siambu. How did you all discover that rule? Uh I've always known it. Okay, I started Urban Exploration, then there was this guy who taught me, who told me, Hey, oh. cow, don't go home first. Go to like Mama. Then then I started asking. So it started like from somewhere. Must you yeah. order a certain thing like No no no, no, no. Oh, Clearly you, not like we went I to Nando's Prata or mm. Yeah, yeah like anywhere that. like with a lot of people. So you can drop off the spirit, uh, like maybe uh you stay there for like one, two hours, then after they go home. But uh, do you I mean uh I don't know about but Chinese, at least like in yeah. the Chinese funerals I've been to, there's like a string, a red string that yeah. they give you at the mm. table. Oh, tie yeah, off yeah. finger when you leave and you're supposed to just lose the string yep. before yeah. you go. Oh. Yeah. Or you they will put out water with some leaves to wash yep. your face before you go. Yep. Do you have that in in? Uh, I don't in think so. I mean, Hindu, you have to put like this sacred ash on your head and all. Mm. I'm sure there's some protection it affords you. Like, oh, okay, but cool. I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you 
believe, believe those things also. And, and uh, I mean, if the, it's there, I'll just use like Castle a bit. Uh, it's okay. Uh. But that means, but it, it's doing that would not be enough to get rid of the ghost if it follow you. Uh. I just think the Mama one is a must tested do, uh. improvement. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's weird <laughs> because <laughs> we, 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 earlier this year, we went to Malaysia and then we, uh-huh. we talked to the Malaysian podcasters, right? And then we talked about the Mama rule and they also know. Oh. Oh, see. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We also do that. Like sometimes we, you know, like we go drive, we go to like Karak or something like the the uh, Hunter Highway. Yeah. Then we go back, right? We confirm go Mamak first. We will never go home straight. Oh. But you sure they didn't, they didn't get like, they get some commission from the Mamak store to send you No there. la. <laughs> Actually, that's like a story. The mama, you know, like, um, has a commission with all the ghosts lah, you know? Season 2 Season 2. Season 1 is Exorcist. Go to the Mamak store. Go together. No, then the Mamak is like some disgruntled guy. Like, hey, walao, eh, so many ghosts are today. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, why so many people? Like, you are yeah, the, the cemetery got Kertai. That's why a lot of people come here. Yeah. So sometimes when you go to a mama, you see only one person there. It's still damn crowded. It's still damn crowded. Yeah. That's why there's not, not enough people there. Well, are, are there any what? other like rules that you follow doing these things? Like don't, obviously don't like, you know, do anything disrespectful or what in mm. cemeteries. But, yeah. but is there any other specific things that normal people like, like me like wouldn't know about? Lah? I, I guess uh, one thing is probably you, you, try, you try your best, right? Not to step on grass. Grass, yeah. Okay. But this this one, I I, I don't really care. La. But okay. like, this is someone who is like practicing all this. They told me, oh, try not to step on grass because you sometimes there are spirits. You never oh, told grass. me this. Like, he's <laughs> like lying down on the grass having what a picnic. What the hell, man? <laughs> because I honestly, I, I, I think it's a bit ridiculous. Then, you know, like, how are you going to walk, right? You you, 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 you don't have... Pass. Wait, can you imagine all the grass you stepped on in exactly. your life? Like, he just said, Oh, just be careful. Okay, okay. This, yeah. like, this, this one, I heard one. I heard, I heard from my, uh, my grandmother. Uh. So she said that, uh, during seven months, sometimes the, the, the hungry ghost was feet on the grass side or they will just stand there. And when uh. you're stepping on the grass, you're stepping on the spirit, which is very oh, disrespectful. Shit. As a kid, la, I've been conditioned to do that. But when you grow up, it's like, I try not to do it during seven months, but when normal days, I was like, ah, fuck it. Wait, you mean mm. all grass? Uh, not just the cemetery grass. But yeah, all, all grass, grass, bro. Oh, wow. grass. Then you cannot play football. Yeah, exactly. Like. So, to me, like, it, the logic doesn't make sense. So, I don't uh, really follow the rules. No, after uh, football, that's why you go mama. Oh, yeah. I don't think the rule applies to non-Chinese. La. I feel like it's a Chinese. <laughs> oh, that's a racist. That's kind of racist. No, no, no. The grass thing or the mama thing? The grass thing or the grass thing? The grass thing. Oh, I thought you said mama thing don't apply to Indians. No, no, no. You see, the ghost, right? They'll be like, okay, they are not of the that religion the so it's okay to something. give chance ah. but like oh. hey, you are Chinese fella ah. you are you die already I'm going to possess your whole family oh. but gee, interesting then that does do ghosts cross uh, geographic and Actually, cultural that, boundaries that's one thing that I've always thought about yeah then mm. when you go USA or let's say you travel to a western country do you get vibes and no. feels when you walk around castle no. or anything I, like I have zero fear zero I think it's a cultural bias yeah okay okay yeah, it, you're not you're not scared of, of western ghosts lah. no I said, like, bro, we got Pontiana that can rip off your penis. Ah. Uh, oh, you have Hiller's horseman, bro. You just get into an accident. Yeah, the horse can't even fit through ah. the door and everything. Right? Yeah. Oh, so you have never been in a country abroad, aside from like Asian countries, yeah. where you have felt the same kind of like uh, energy? Japan probably got. Oh, Japan. Japan got, got, got. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that I, I stayed in an Airbnb that had a murder in it. Mm. Yeah, mm. like broken glass and all. Ah. But mm. weird energy, but like it was only for one night, so it's okay. But... Uh, I think Angmo country, I was more like 
I, I found it more funny uh, as I was like, you all got like uh, poltergeist. Uh. Poltergeist mm. only, we got Pontiana, we got Toyo, we got all this. What do you have? Yeah. You all have colonizers. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that I'm, is interesting. Uh. You're a bit braver than I am. Uh. Like I said, I'm a coward. Uh. If, but, if I go to a place where it's old enough, right? Yeah. Like if it's old enough building, I'll still be kind of creeped out. Uh. Oh. I, I agree with him. Pontiana is definitely more frightening than like any other was, but yeah. still. But what if it was like Chinatown in the US? Oh, they're all different. Depending whether if they got prey or not. I've always wondered la, like if like you know the American uh Chinese they they do celebrate like Hungry Ghost Man in yeah. Chinatown in yeah. America. Actually the the yeah, the a lot of the China because I lived in like New York and, and mm. for a few years and he also was yeah. in Pennsylvania, yeah. you know. Uh the Chinese like living in like Chinatown and kind actually they are really they hang on to their roots much more than like Singaporean Chinese do lah, in in some in some weird way because I guess it's like people are more, um, yeah they they want to feel closer to their culture yeah. mm. so they they do a lot more to be part of the culture lah. so I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do more than they do in Singapore lah. Mm. yeah 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 mm. Mm. but but uh, just going back to like one thing you said earlier which I wanted to ask you know when you said people listen to horror stories to go to sleep, right? <laughs> like, when you all think about it, like, how would you rationalize that? Because, is it just, like, maybe they love your, the, the voice of your narrator, yep. for example. Uh, yeah, like, have you asked them or have you thought about it yourself? Uh, I've asked one or two of them. They say, uh. like, basically, it's very calm. Because the, the, the technique that we use, we, we go for more of an ASMR style. Uh, uh, so it's like a bit mm. of whispering, then the sound effects also. Mm. So I I can see why that works for some people, but it's still weird to us. Lah. Like, uh, and also like we, we mentioned this on our po- podcast also, right? Like, like there's the emotional privilege. Mm. Yeah, mm. To them, they feel like, oh, I need I need horror to sleep. I need horror to, to relax to relax me. Maybe mm. we can give a bit more context about the emotional privilege thing. So emotional mm. privilege is basically people who have not like gone through like really traumatic stuff. Mm. So for example, like for me, I won't be able to do uh like super realistic body horror because I've actually seen like bodies, mm. like, you know, people jump down that kind of thing. Whereas my wife can because she has not seen a real body. Mm. So she's like, she, mm. will see, she will watch like, uh like wretch, Wretched, then while eating lunch. Yeah. I tried girls. that, then I, I almost puked. So yeah. she has emotional privilege for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she also yeah. admit, uh, she admit, uh, no, I say one, uh, she yeah. admit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she she's taught like, me, she taught me the emotional privilege thing. She's yeah. eating uh, like marinara spaghetti right now. No, yeah. it had, it had, I think it was steamboat. Then it had meat. Like meatballs and oh, also the raw meat or something. Yeah, no, then cook lah. Then she uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I almost puke, you know. When I Is saw it? the lombo- lombotomy scene, I cannot take it. Yeah, I was like, wow, I need to stop really. Oh. The more he says, the more his wife sounds like psychopath. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like put lombotomy in eating fish balls. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's the calming ASMR thing. Uh, yeah. 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 So, think, yeah, yeah. I think most of it is, at least half of them are like, oh yeah, your narrator's voice very soothing. Yeah. So I don't really pay attention to what he's saying when I'm trying to fall asleep. Uh, so if I listen to it during the day, then it sounds scary. La. But at night, I'm like, hmm, very nice. I see, yeah. I see. But yeah, I think it's like what he said. Uh, like Sometimes people just need a bedtime story. Mm. And yeah. if you're the kind of person where horror doesn't affect you, then it's just a nice thing to listen to before you go to bed. Mm, I see, I yeah. see. So, so you mentioned just uh, just now that you start, at one point in your life, in your life you were 80s, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and for you, Wayne? It's, or it's... I, I don't want to say I'm an atheist. Yeah. But also at the same time, 
it's not like I'm I'm terribly spiritual leader. Okay. So I I I wouldn't know how to categorize myself. But like as that. you go deeper into the world of the paranormal, has that kind of been influenced? Like whether you I know you can be spiritual without being religious. Yeah. yeah. But has it has it evolved in any way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh definitely. I was raised, you know, like like any other uh, Singaporean Chinese, uh Buddhist Taoist. So uh. like how Taoist and Buddhist are very different but mm. like in Singapore we kind of do like hybrids mm. so so I was raised that way then uh, when I hit the 80s uh, point I was like 18, 19 so now I'm I can say that I'm agnostic mm. yeah. agnostic yeah okay. I, I believe there is higher power but I just don't think that, that there's one or anything like it can be anything mm. right but I I do I have this little prediction with myself is that I will probably turn religious again Oh, is it? There'll oh. be a turning point. Yeah. There'll be not 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 because um not because like I, I need I need it. You know, like some people they need religion mm. to really yeah, you know, make function, their life uh, yeah. function, mm. right? Uh, uh not saying that it's a bad thing, but I think it's more protection. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I feel like uh the longer we are in a horror game, the more protection we're gonna need. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me it's oh. I, I don't know about protection, but for me it's a case. I mean we've talked about this I think many times before where it's whether I believe or not almost doesn't matter mm. it's we're going to this place and people believe like I imagine a huge chunk of our listeners believe and it's somewhat disrespectful to go like oh that's your belief huh? ah not real yeah. so if it right down to the fact that you know if if we're telling these kind of stories we always try to be respectful mm. of those things we don't try to be we don't try to exploit that belief. Mm. So, cautious, yes. Um, protection, that one, I, I, I kowtow to his advice. Lah. Mm. If he tells me, bring this stuff, I'll be like, okay. Mm. I see, stuff. I see. But, yeah. but do you feel that, you know like how, if you look back in, in history, there were always these people who thought, you know, like the earth was the center of the, yeah. this, the universe. But at some point, science reaches a point where it can prove it. Mm-hmm. Right? So do you all feel with this supernatural thing, we will reach a point where we can, we'll be able to quantify or scientifically prove it? Or you think it's just a higher power that is always going to be like a bit nebulous? I think, yeah, we will, we will reach a point where science can prove it. Not, not the spirit box shit. Uh, uh, I hate that. Like what the is the spirit box? Yeah, I don't think that the science doesn't back it. It's just grabbing random signals. I'm talking about like a camera that has been trained by AI to basically see ghosts. That kind of thing. Or see things that's from another dimension. Like an energy kind of thing. Like an energy kind of thing. Then, yeah, then I think that's where we will hit. Ah, okay. I don't know whether science we will prove it. I actually kind of hope it doesn't. Because like, I mean, okay, this is very wishy-washy and very like, ooh, ooh, kind of me. Um, but I think it loses a bit of its magic if your ghost stories suddenly have a basis. Yeah, we'll be out of a job. Uh. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> out of a job is one thing as well. But like, you know, it's the funny thing about like the, the voice box thing is, right, that a lot of it, I think, is based in this idea of pattern recognition. Uh, so yeah. you hear what you need to hear from the voice box. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you hear, John is my friend, from like random static, that's because you were listening to that. So I feel like the supernatural is very personal for a lot of people. Mm. And if you can disprove it or if you can clear as they go, ghosts exist. It kind of takes that away from people. I think Mm. it's, like we always say that, especially in Southeast Asia, it's so much a part of our culture. 
Mm. It's like in other countries in the, the rest of the world, it's adjacent to their culture. Mm. Whereas here, it's like, you know, life in Singapore, ooh, big, shiny buildings, but also hungry ghost man. Pontiana. Mm. Mm. It's very much who we are. So I yeah. feel like if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. if you very coldly can catalog like, oh, this exists because of this, 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 it takes away from it. And oh. I, will it happen? I don't know. Do I hope it happens? No. So it's almost like our part of our social fabric. La. Yeah. And, these kind of things you can't really quantify. Like, you know, why do certain people get along? Sometimes you just can't tell. And that so that part of our social fabric, why do we believe in it? I mean, if you go back far enough, I suppose you can see like, oh, maybe it has its roots here, uh. its roots there. But it's become so much a part of who we are that I think if you strip that away, we uh, not say we'll suffer because of it, lah, but we'll be... We'll, we'll have not, lost something. La. It's Maybe. like you go to a magic show, la, you know? Yeah. And if you just sit there trying to, hey, how he does it with his hand, la, it ruins the yeah. the spectacle, la, right? Yeah, it's like, uh. I mean, it's fascinating la, when it comes mm. to magic. Like, I was reading an article from um, Penn and Teller, I think it was, mm. the quiet one, I think it was Teller, mm. where he talks about the neuroscience behind magic mm. and like why your mind just does not perceive when they do this kind of trick and everything. And they've done the thing like, it's going to sound very weird. So you know the cup and ball trick yeah, where yeah. the three cups and, and they do it with transparent cups. Uh-huh. And they show it to you and you still can't follow it. You're like, what the fuck, man? I, I can see what he's doing but I still don't know how he managed to pull that trick uh-huh. off. So, I think there's parts of us that just don't want it to be solved. And mm. I think that part of us, like you said, it's very much a part of that social fabric Mm. You think maybe it's also because we got emotional privilege in Singapore. Also true. Like, like you also know, true. like in the US, you go, you want to go out at night, uh, you get shot by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Singapore, you won't get shot, so we got to invent something to scare <laughs> yeah. you from going out, uh, so you I'm, won't spend so much time. Outside. We got roller coasters, lah. <laughs> just pay to go on the roller coaster, lah. That's just it, lah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the emotional privilege, huh? I mean, I can imagine like um the history of the supernatural in Asia, because there has to be something about Asian culture that has given rise to all these ghosts. Yeah. That, I mean, because you see everything else, right? You talk about agriculture, you talk about, um, you know, like reading, you talk about language development. Everything across the world has been almost very in line. You know, they come in waves. Yeah. Mm. But the development of ghosts, uh, it's like Asia is so much richer. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think the reason probably is we had really good storytellers. Because mm. you look at a lot of these like creatures that we have down here, the Pontiana, the Panangalan, yeah. uh, the Toyol, all this, right? You can kind of see like, oh, okay, maybe it started as like this cautionary tale. You know, a lot of them very sexist cautionary tales. La, like, mm. you know, Pontiana, you could argue like, oh, you know, woman, you must be docile. If not, you become like this yeah. or whatever. La. So I think we just had very good storytellers. Mm. And mm. that shit has like, stuck with us all the way through because those are fucking good stories at the start mm, mm. so I think it probably starts from there mm, mm. Um, where exactly it begins not say we can pinpoint la, but I see, yeah, I see. La. so so then like in the grand scheme of things you know you mentioned just now the different dimension or something how does your perspectives on supernatural fit with like aliens or like the you know multiverse or mm. the simulation hypothesis mm. I think uh, for me it's all uh, Everything, everything, everything is linked. Yeah. Oh. So I recently, can I share a story? Of, of course. course. So re- recently I have a friend, uh, I need to set the context. He, so he's, uh, 
he's Singaporean now, but he was raised in China. Mm. So he, you know how China, the the China the Chinese government right they don't want their people to be like religious they are they are moving towards atheists and he is a very strong atheist mm. so and he was a friend from film school so I I've I've shot horror stuff with him also then uh he we met up recently and then he was telling Kyle Kyle I got a ghost story for you you horror podcast right okay let me tell you a ghost story so he saw he was skateboarding at uh Holland there's this place uh in Holland Avenue I think this big field that used to be a uh, I think Hakka Cemetery. Uh. Hakka. Okay. Yeah, it's a very big Chinese cemetery. And now it has a columbarium right now. Okay. So he was he was uh he was skateboarding there with his wife at about 12 a.m. in the morning. And he was skateboarding towards the car park. And about 50 meters away, he could see like a little girl wearing pink mm. at 12 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. with four parents uh, running around his, his mm. car. Mm. Specifically his car. And then he 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 was like he was like weirded out. He's like, why is there a girl? Like then he wanted to shout at the girl to hey, don't scratch my car. <laughs> yeah. Something. And then she took a turn towards the back of his car and then disappeared. Mm. Yeah, just disappeared behind the car, like fate. And then he was like, What the shit? Did I just see? And then he immediately told his wife. And then his wife got scared. And his wife's like, I think ghost, eh? You saw a ghost, eh? And then he's like, No, 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 no. I don't think I saw a ghost. And I shit you not, he told me, I probably saw someone from the fourth dimension. Mm. Like mm. multiverse, like Doctor Strange multiverse. They were like, so you're you're more keen to believe that you saw someone from another universe, from another dimension, than a ghost in a place that is known to be haunted. Mm. And he says, yes. So, so actually, I feel like, yeah, it, it, he says that because there is science behind it, like there's the string theory, mm. that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I'm, I'm more keen to believe that Everything, like all the unexplained stuff that we've seen, they are all linked to like life beyond our normal fabric of uh, reality. Mm. It could be like we could be living in a dimension, then those things that we see are glimpses of the actual reality that we are. It could be mm. that. It could be the stacked universe, the multi multiverse, and it could be uh, aliens. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more keen to believe that supernatural beings are like alien life forms. Uh. I think oh. that it could be that. Like there has there's a, there was a documentary, uh, it's called Skinwalker Ranch. Huh? So mm-hmm. it was it was about this place in America where there's a lot of ghostly sightings, a lot of UFOs. Uh, then Skinwalker uh, is basically a creature that that can transform. It's like a kind of like a werewolf, yeah, of the Native Americans. Mm. He used to be a like a like a sorcerer. Then he he do some like black magic and then he can transform into a, this thing. And it's also closely linked to UFOs and and alien life forms. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that documentary is quite fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so, so that means basically what you're like in some way what we see is probably like a pretty boring aspect of like what the entirety of of life is, la. Yeah. Another dimension, uh. Uh, Another dimension, aliens, or. Like, I think I think the genesis of like uh Christopher Nolan's Interstellar was that like the yeah I think there's one story of like. A 2D world where one day mm. a dot appears, and actually that dot is basically a 3D being trying to enter a 2D world. Yeah, because like. oh. in the 2D world you only see it as a dot, like, but yep. in the 3D world it's a whole thing, like, right? You know? oh. So, so well, what is it from 3D to 4D, like? But if it's a girl in a pink dress, yeah, as a young parent, I'll be, hey, girl, where's your parents? <laughs> it's trouble. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess <laughs> yeah. your friend is, is was a, was still girlfriend, like, right? So. No wife, wife. A wife, a wife. Yeah, no, no. But he, he, he was more concerned about his car. Oh, <laughs> he scratched the yes, car. Yes, yes. So, so then, win for you. 
I'm of the... I, if I'm not wrong, I think it was Carl Sagan who had a similar belief, la, mm. which is, I like the idea of all these things, but until I see concrete proof before my eyes, I'm like, it's a nice idea. Mm. That's all it is to me. I, if you choose to believe it, if you choose not to believe, that's entirely up to the individual. But for me, it's, I like all these notions, I like all these ideas. Like, if aliens really truly came to Earth, assuming they weren't trying to kill us, like, I'd be like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. Mm. But, until the day I'm like, yeah, okay lah, nice lah to read in like books and comics and watching movies and stuff like that. It's, but it's kind of similar to to the supernatural in a sense lah. Like, I'm not going to go up to somebody who believes in aliens and go, you're fucking nuts, man. Why are you kidding me? Yeah. Little green men. What the hell? What are you smoking? Yeah. You know, I won't go up to them like, oh, that's interesting lah. But I, for me, it's a case of I need to see it to believe it. Mm. And even with ghosts, like, you know, all my all my experiences that I've had, and I've had relatively few compared to Carl, so mm. it's either I was too young to remember and I'm hearing it secondhand from like my parents or stuff like that, or what I thought I saw, I saw like glimpses of it. Like it wasn't it wasn't like yeah. I can see it clearly. I, mm-hmm. I have a photograph of it or or anything like that. It's just from the corner of my eye, mm. or it's a feeling, that kind of thing. So as freaky as my experiences have been, and there's been like maybe two or three at most, mm. as freaky as it's been, and as much as I don't want to poke the bear, um, you know, I don't want ghosts to appear to me. Mm. I, mm. I want somebody else to have concrete proof of it. So if somebody else has concrete proof of it, I'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah, then I'll believe. Same thing with aliens. I don't want to get abducted. Um, but, you know, if they show up like, in the middle of Orchard Road now like well shit aliens exist I guess mm-hmm. yeah. so I mean I think we talked about this but you also mentioned that you get a lot of unsolicited like people telling you ghost story I saw yeah. this I saw that lah. so in all your experience of talking to people and all where are the most common places in Singapore that people seem to be encountering wow. ghosts like, like a heat map a heat map of, mm. of ghost maps mm. heat map ah. Ishun ah. Ishun, for, for real? real la. For real, for real. For no real. joke. La. Yeah, Ishun, the northern side, la, unfortunately, sorry, oh. la, Ishun people. My wife also from Ishun. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, Ish, uh, Ishun, northern area, la, Ishun, Woodlands, Katip, that area, Sembawang. Uh. I would say because maybe uh, it's closer to the... the Malaysia. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Depending on the country. And moving on. Yeah. No, the, 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 the central region where all the catchment foreign, area. Yeah, the catchment, catchment. Yes, near the Yishun is the near there. Area, oh, oh, Woodlands oh. is nearer to the Katip side uh, and near the, you know, the there's this area where it's all like industrial. So very quiet. Yeah. Uh, yeah and uh, still still not as developed la, like Bongo mm. is like, uh, so I think there's a reason and I also feel that maybe it's because Ishun is just weird mm. yeah, I have friends who, who who work in uh, uh, like security services uh, then he has told me that yeah Ishun a lot of weird stuff mm. happening we really? always respond yeah. to like weird stuff like weird cases oh I see I see yeah, it's, it's like, yeah I, because the first thing I asked so you you, you patrol Ishun area it's like yeah 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 it's like, Ishun weird or not he said yeah a lot of weird stuff a lot Really, yeah. More than the usual places, lah. So, so when you say the northern areas, it's because yeah, it's less developed. So mm. that's where the ghosts would go to. Like. I would say like it, it has not become it has not been Singaporeanized in a sense whereby you know like we build like skyscraper until the ghost no place to go. So mm. they're like wild boars like that, lah. <laughs> oh, bastard! 
like 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 in your in your in your show lah, right? Like uh, got mm. no more space already. Then the ghost like, hi, how I hunt? I yeah, go back yeah, already. Yeah, I don't know. I go back. where. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so either they go to the central catchment area, or they are like, oh, I'm fucked lah. But I've, I've, oh. I mean, we we say that we if we build up a place, then the ghost cannot hide anywhere. But I've also heard like that, you know those stairwells in mm. you know cargo lift areas in all these Ooh. shopping malls apparently there's a lot of things there la. I mean and every time I walk into one it's usually quite like dark spooky there's like some random plate of food like someone ate there or something you like sure no are you not making this up no, no, as in, as in, <laughs> random plate of food in a cargo lift no no not cargo lift like the stairwell like you know where you know like the the yeah. emergency stairwell but why you will go why, why would you go to no, a sometimes if you are a car park then oh. you don't want to wait for a lift then you just go and kind of thing. I, I, people have said that place always is is where the ghosts congregate in yeah. the urban area, lah. No, no light, ma. Yeah, very little lack light. Of light. Lack of people, lack of light, all that. Toilets, ah. Mm. Toilets also. Toilets is a well documented place because no light. Uh, lack of people. Sometimes uh. the light shut off. So what's uh. the thing with light and ghosts? Like, what? Why? Why? I think it's a more predominant feng shui thing. Uh. because mm. light is uh energy that can purify yang la, yang mm. yang qi la, yang energy. Then darkness is yin ma. So it, it, if there's an imbalance, right, the negative energy will congregate, and then that's where like you become a nesting ground for spirits la, mm. or like a suitable place for spirits. That's why when you see certain funeral procession, right, the Chinese ones, right, whenever they bring out the urn or the urn, right? Then they need to sh- uh, shelter mm. it with the umbrella. Even at night, they also need to do that. Oh, yeah, it's to protect it from being hurt by the the yang energy, lah. Oh. Yeah, in that, in that sense, lah. So, so yeah, I do believe that uh, toilets are a festering place for ghosts. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. yeah. Some toilets are just a festering place, lah. For everything, yeah. <laughs> for all the great things besides ghosts. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. so then, like from hearing all these reader stories uh, across different cultures, anything, anything that that's stands out or not that you also you know, oh shit I didn't realise because I mean for us 400 plus episodes covering news current affairs yeah there's a lot of things that stand out in terms of what people care about how people mm. feel for you guys since it's all a lot of like stories from listeners right or even about your audience uh, anything that mm. you've learned yeah. that surprises you you know mm. I mean I love our audience uh. they are you know, mostly a bunch of people with like very good vibes uh. mm. I think one thing that I've learned is purely stati- statistics are uh, like People listen to horror for mental health. For mm. mental health. It's strange. Mm. Yes. Mm. But like uh I we have gotten messages, actually a lot of messages about people like, oh, I listen yeah. to your podcast during a very tough period mm. uh, in mm. my life. Uh, and I, I, I like that I'm I'm with you guys in this. It feels like I'm on the journey with you guys. Uh things like um your podcast give me hope <laughs> or something. I, it's weird because it's horror though. But at the same mm. time, we, we try not to judge. Lah. We're like, okay, okay, thank you, thank you, that kind of thing. So that's mm. one thing that I've actually noticed is a trend between horror creators. Mm. I've seen, uh, we, we have other parents who are also doing horror podcasts. They also have the same kind of thing yeah. that's going mm. on. I think it's the escape also lah, because like, mm. it's it it falls in that like sort of umbrella academy, uh, umbrella uh, category of like, Genre fiction or speculative fiction. Mm. So you got your sci-fi, your fantasy, and your horror, lah. Mm. Like it's far enough removed from real life that you know if you're going through a rough time and you just need that that get away for like mm. 10, 15, half an hour, minute, thirty minutes. Mm. You know, it's it's something you can immerse yourself in, and then like when you're in that world, at least temporarily, you stop thinking about the shit that's that's mm. um, happening in the real world. In real world, yeah. So I think the escape kind of does help. I think 
also in the sense when we talk about like our audience having a good vibe, we try to cultivate that as well. Mm. And I think a lot of the, well, at least one idea that drives us also is this idea of we, most of our stories take place in Southeast Asia. Mm. And you kind of see it also in the, the stories that a lot of our audience shares with us as well, where there's a lot of commonality. Like, even if you look at the creatures and spirits, like uh, Mananangal and Padangalan, very similar. Mm. Uh, Pontiana and like other spirits like the Nangtani, very similar. Or both of them live in like uh, banana trees. I think there's a, there's a Filipino version of the Toyo as well. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Um, but you see a lot of similarities between different cultures. And I think we try to not so much lean into that, but that's always at the back of our minds where it's, it's, a, it's a unifying thing for Southeast Asia where at least in the specific region, we were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we kind of share and exchange ghost stories and that's the thing that kind of ties us all together. Mm. Well. It's like roti prata, roti chanaya. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But then on that note, are there certain like countries or cultures that think their ghosts are the best? Every country and culture will think that their ghost is the best. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not like a, fuck your ghost, uh, my ghost better. It's just a, no la, mine's scarier la. No la, mine's scarier oh, so la. there is that sort of rivalry la. Yeah, there is that sort yeah. of rivalry but like, the moment somebody goes, oh, what about Western ghosts? Fuck Western ghosts. Like. Yeah. So, you like Singapore, what's what's our national ghost? Montana. Yeah. Is um, it? I thought that's Indonesia. No. She, she, she's kind of our... PRD, Indo- Indo- Indonesia, PRD, PRD, PRD. Kun- Indonesia, she's known as Kunti Nana. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. Even in Malaysia, so I think she's probably the most... I mean, there, there's definitely politics. Uh. They will say, yeah. oh, Indonesia, hey, you, you steal from us. La. Then Malaysia says, no, you steal from us. La. Oh. Then Singapore like is the Nasilamak like, of ghosts. Singapore is like, the Nasilamak of ghosts. Uh. Yeah, yeah. But I guess if you were to ask me, I think Pontiana is our ghost. Yeah. There's no like army ghosts. Like uh, one one type of army ghost, right? Got, la, the Japanese soldiers. La. Oh, Japanese oh, soldiers. Japanese soldiers. Uh, okay, okay. British soldiers also. La, like, people have seen like those ghosts. La, um, marching and but don't have like a BTO ghost or something. Uh? BTO. Maybe uh, not yet. La. Soon, oh, not yet, not yet. Usually BTO yeah. murders. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost <laughs> reached the 99 years for BTO. Then there's some shit that happens. Uh. <laughs> I, I hope oh. somebody just takes that little bit you said out of context. We need more BTO murders. Uh. Oh, shit. Die on. So over the past five years also, have you also seen the stories that come in uh, almost more politically correct also. No, for my audience, no. no. Quality, uh, equality of <laughs> yeah. services, everything. We, we, we also try to maintain a balance, yeah. uh, to be uh, fair. Okay. To, uh. to be fair. I would say that uh, my political views are more centered. Uh. I try to take a balanced approach. He He's more left, la, can I say that? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, but, I, I honestly but, have never thought but of that. I, I yeah. must say that he, he's, his approach is more, I would say righteous, la, like he's trying to do something good. Uh. Everyone is trying to do something good, but from mm. different perspective, right? Uh, so we it, there there is a bit of back and forth between the two of us, like mm. for deciding certain things are uh, like mm. the, like to be PC quote unquote uh. mm. But I think at the end of the day, is like the 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 point of view is we want to uh make everyone feel welcome, yeah. inclusive. Mm. Uh, and horror is somewhere where people everyone can escape. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the real horror there is life, right? Yeah. So so yeah, I think yeah, no, that's that's fair. I right? think I think it's it's exactly what he said, where it's a case of we don't want this to be a place where we don't want ghost maps to be a place where you where you feel like you're not welcome yeah. mm. or you feel mm. like you know we're, we're, we're trying to exclude somebody so mm. it's it's not like it's not a conscious decision I think we just let's not you know hurt people's feelings or let's not hurt people or, or get people make people feel like they're excluded mm. that's basically our approach to things 
Mm, I see, I see, I see. Mm. So, so like, what, what what's the future of Ghost Maps uh, hold for listeners? Wow. Well, the the near future is that we've got our hundredth episode coming up very soon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. January 2024 that's yeah. our 100 episode we have some stuff that we have planned out that yeah. we will announce uh, new time but we do have uh, a new show that we're developing yep. mm. like a spin-off I guess a spin-off audio series uh, yeah. called ICA yeah mm. <laughs> You're you looking at me because yeah. you're trying to... Yeah, now I'm curious also what I we say. i give you one more chance to say it. Because I remember the name, Wayne. I remember the name. You can clearly tell Kyle's taking the lead on the story because like I can't remember it. It's supposed to stand for International Cooperative. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I was going to... I thought you wanted me to say for you. No, it's the C part that always tricks me up because I always go International Cooperation. International Cooperative of Apparitions. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So, so it's basically like this uh, organization, this shadowy government organization that has been picking up the scraps of the narrator from Ghost Maps, you know, Mm. uh, know, interviewing people, telling ghost stories and it's like, okay, we're going to catch these ghosts, we're going to catch these ghosts, we're going to catch these ghosts. So basically get free work, free work done. So they have an agent uh, named Key who is like trying to uh, balance uh, like mm. I do I help the ghost mm. or do I mm. catch the ghost mm. or do I just run away uh? so there's an arc set mm. in the ghost maps universe yeah. and it's not mm. a comedy it's a, it's a there drama. is a tinge of comedies uh, but mostly that drama comedy. horror yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. drama horror I think what we've realised is that and this is why I admire what you guys do so because I find it fucking difficult to write comedy uh. yeah. mm. oh. I find it fucking difficult to write comedy so wherever tough, you yeah. wherever I meet people who can write comedy I'm like immediate respect because I'm like holy shit how do you do it mm. I mean likewise for horror like writing horror stories because there are certain certain things about horror stories that you need to do yeah. you hit right same like with comedy mm. so yeah kudos to you guys as well man thanks, thanks, yeah. thanks. But yeah. I think yeah, and, and actually like going out there and living the those experiences and yeah. recording that and then bringing it to people you know whether it's to make them feel better for their mental health or that I think that's where that's where you add the value to the world, right? And and yeah. and uh, every little bit counts. Uh. And I'm sure for the ghosts also, they also feel like they're being heard, lah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right, you're yeah, giving yeah. a voice to the voiceless. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've we've received feedback from from that section of our audience. Oh, so yeah, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> maybe yeah. they are here now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's this thing behind the camera. Like, what did you bring yeah. here? <laughs> not me. Not necessarily First, me. the rain. Now <laughs> this corner. <laughs> So, See, this so, is the second time it has happened, eh, the rain. Oh, is it? We, 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 we did a podcast talk. Yeah. Uh. And then the moment we went up on stage to tell ghost story, uh. it rained. It rained. And oh. that happened today. Yeah. It's, yeah. Very yeah. Weird. it's very weird. We need yeah. to keep count of that. That's yeah. we should do already. Yeah. 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 So, so if people want to find out more about Hantu, like where, uh, I mean, about ghost maps, like where where do they find you? Okay, I'll do, I'll do the... I'll do this. I'll, I'll give you a chance. Um... <laughs> Pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think we're on all the major social media platforms. So we're definitely on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Your and handle? Handle is We Are Hantu. One uh, word. We are W-E-A-R-E-H-A-N-T-U. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we also have a website you can go to. And then from there, you can find all the ghost maps. We're, we're very proud. Very proud. Hantu. Dot SG. Yeah. Oh, you wow. got the domain. Yeah. Eh? We cannot yeah. believe that that was available. Yeah, yeah. Hantu yeah. is the company that, you know, like yeah. basically. Then Hantu.com? Yeah. Who, who is Hantu.com? I don't know, yeah. yeah. I think some Angmore website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hantu.com. Yeah. Uh-huh, no, wait. Is it is a diving website? It could be the diving website oh, for Pulau Hantu. Hantu. Wow. Hantu. Yeah. Oh, okay. shit. Yeah, but we got the SG. <laughs> we got the SG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So is it time for 
The one shock thing. One shock thing. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. basically a segment where we share something with our audience that they can enjoy themselves at home. Um, you know, that means don't don't talk about your, you know, your your mother's cooking or something that they obviously can't enjoy. Like, <laughs> like a link, a song, a TV show, movie series. And and we give you all place. a heads up uh, so you got no excuse to not have something. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean we can go first. We can go yeah, first. Yeah. Wait, What's uh, your sorry? Uh my one shock thing was uh this this photography award competition that I never knew existed until now. It's called the Comedy Wildlife Photogra- Photo- Photography Awards. Mm. So it's basically nature photos that are funny. La. So for an example, there's like a kangaroo playing air guitar that looks like it's playing air guitar. <laughs> there is a, a coyote that seems like it's swall- uh, smoking a cigar. Nice. And yeah. I just thought, I mean, the pictures are pretty cool because you always see those nas- national geography uh, mm. uh, photos and all, right? But this one is comedy. So it's it's actual photos that are funny. La. I've seen it before. Oh, I've you've seen, seen it? Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh, yeah. it's pretty dope, man. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, it's damn funny. Eh? If you all can see, you know, that's the the coyote that looks like he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's my one-shock thing. Nice. Uh, you? My one show thing is an episode, recent episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, whether you like him or not, like, I think his his podcast really is is quite something to sink into. Mm. And one episode I recently listened to that I felt was like uh, surprisingly good la, was the episode where he spoke to um, Kurt Angle, the wrestler, wrestler la, yeah. Mm. And uh, you know, Joe Rogan over the years, I think he has a record of actually like shitting on pro wrestling and laughing at how lame the whole thing is. But I think in more recent years, he's a bit more uh, come to realize that like, it's mm. it's also a form of it's just a form of entertainment, yeah. la, right? Like you're not going to shit on musicals and say, oh, that not, none of that makes sense, you know, the people singing. In, in real life, right? You know, that kind mm. of thing. So, uh, I think now he, he's he got Undertaker, you know, Kurt Angle, uh, people like that on his podcast. And it's very interesting because he really is quite crazy, like, some of the stories that, you know, that uh, these pro wrestlers go through. That mm. Some things they go through to to um, just pursue their, 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 their passion, their craft. Uh. Yeah. And so, his, I think his particular, this particular one is interesting because Kurt Angle is uh, also... Uh, go go medal uh go medalist at the Olympics. Yeah. You know yeah. before he became pro wrestler. Oh, he's the one who used to walk around with his medal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, so suck. yeah, exactly. So he talked a lot about the psychology of it. You know who, mm. who the writer who came up with all the scripts and why he, how he, you know, basically went from like being a pro athlete and like very quickly became a big name in in wrestling and now yeah. one of the legends. Yeah, and it really, you know, it was. It's a lot of hard work, like it wasn't just that he's talented, you know, mm. he's got oh, he had to work with writers, he had to know how to play with the psychology of the crowd and he talked a lot about it on the podcast, which is damn interesting. And his move used to be the Olympic Slam or something, right? Olympic Slam, yeah. the ankle lock oh, and all these things. Yeah, that's true. And, and oh. yeah, like the you suck and chance and all that it was he really <laughs> made that. it famous. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, so cool. it's was, it was, yeah, Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, mm. check it out. Cool. Uh, see, because of your 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 choice, right? Now if I changed my mind a third time already. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So I was thinking okay. about, so 
I was just listening this morning to I think it was the most recent one re, your most recent episode that y'all did and your one choke thing was the fall of the house of Usher ah, and that yes. was my original one choke thing oh, so wow. I changed it okay. so initially I was going to say the new season of Welcome to Wrexham ah. but when you brought this up it suddenly occurred to me another show that I just watched recently on Netflix called Wrestlers ah, mm. so okay. it goes behind the scenes of uh, Ohio Valley mm. uh, OVW, OVW yeah. and like what they do down there to keep that place afloat and everything so oh. it's kind of similar to Welcome to yeah. Wrexham in that sense where uh, even though it's a, well, I guess in this case, sports or mm, sports mm. entertainment documentary, a lot of it focuses on the people uh. and how the sport itself um, affects them emotionally, how it affects their lives and stuff like that. And OVW is the developmental arm of the WWE, it right? Used to, like the developmental it used to be the arm. Okay. Then WWE moved their developmental to Florida. Oh, NXT. NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So OVW is kind of its own thing now. Uh, but like all the big names came from there. So your Brock Lesnar, your Dave Bautista, yeah, your John Cena. John Cena, yeah. And so it's quite. It's, I think you can still find old videos of them oh, yeah. OVW, yeah, yeah, yeah. like doing, like practicing the moves that they they've now perfected. Yeah. I mean, they have perfected over the years. Yeah, exactly. but they were just trying it out for the first time. Yeah, and know. it's it's run now by like this old WWE guy, uh, El Snow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy El Snow, yeah. Hit the mannequin the hit, hit. The hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it, and that's. I think the best part of the documentary is yes, you get to see like you know how the storytelling plays such a big part in wrestling, but you also get to see like the people behind it. And I think that's the heart of it. La. Mm, like, mm. you know, these people's stories and how they connect to wrestling. La. There's some mm. annoying people on that show, but generally, it's a very interesting watch. Uh, Is it a documentary see, series or? A documentary mini-series. Mini-series. Yeah, see, so see. I can't remember how many episodes it was, but like, I remember I binged the whole thing in like two days. Oh, yeah. shit. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Kyle. All right. Yeah, so I recently started on this Prime series called The Man in the High Castle. Mm. It's really, really good. Like, and I think it was like the kind of mood like you see how the world is right now and then you kind of want to find out like what it is like and then you watch the show. Basically, the premise of the show is what if the Americans lost World War Two and yeah. Nazi Germany and uh Japan, the Empire of Japan took over mm. the, the Americas. So it's like all crazy lah. Yeah. Uh, and I think the what really sold me was like they use actors most of the actors they are quite relatively new or no name one. like you don't really know them and they, they really can act la. like the 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 acting chops is there the scene is there the writing is there even mm. down to the art direction like it, it really looked like you know like imagine San Francisco right, is occupied by Japan mm. it really mm. looked like that so uh, it really gives you that that idea of like wow if what like if? the world took a different turn yeah. like in that multiversal thing, right? What would this happen, uh? would have what it was bad. like, and it was also based on a book, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Philip K. Dick, I think, yeah. was the author. Yeah, yeah mm. but it's very draining to watch. Each episode is an hour. Yeah, and it's like mm. you will be on the edge of your seat. But I think it's it's that kind of show that I feel like everybody should watch it mm. at, uh. at least once in their mm. life. Yeah, I mean, I I mean that's on my to watch list, but I find there's a lot of inertia to watch it, partly because I know that. Sometimes, you know, you just want to veg out, right? Yeah. And then you watch that, you're like, wow. But because also the, the concept sounds so high level that I can't imagine them pulling it off, but it's very highly reviewed, like, right? Yeah, it, uh. it's well done. It's really fantastic. Oh, that's insane, like, man. I think the cinematography for that show is one of the best for TV. Mm. Mm. One oh, really, of the really, best. Yeah. Like, really, I, I watch a lot of TV shows. I think that one is one of the best. And how many seasons? Quite a few seasons, right? Four seasons. I remember when it came out, it was winning a bunch mm. of awards. yeah, mm. yeah. And I, I, when it came out, I saw it. I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch it because it's too uh, depressing. Uh, yeah. Then now I'm like, okay, maybe I should watch it. 
Yeah, then I started, then I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Alternate mm. realities. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like the Handmaid's Tale. Have you so. seen it? Have you seen it? I've seen an episode. Yeah, the Man yeah. in the High Castle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do want to go back and revisit it again. Yeah. yeah, and Handmaid's Tale. You said after the first few, you kind of pushed through. It became good, like, Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched half the yeah. first season. I was like, mm, not so sure. Who's a misogynist, like you? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean. Thanks so much for coming, yeah, guys. Thank you for coming. Thank you for, uh, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks to all awesome. three of you for coming by. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kyle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. I mean, when your series comes out, I see thing, just, just let us know. We'll do all yeah. we can. And yeah, yeah like, uh, hopefully this happens again, man. Yeah, Sweet. definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.